Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Conversations with Carlton. It is a new segment, a spinoff, so to speak, of Unsolicited Genius. Uh, you all would have seen up to this point what we call Unsolicited Genius Live with me, Uncle Mo, Craig, and guests, other guests as they join us. Um, and so with, to keep the energy going, keep our thoughts, ideas connecting with the world, we also now have conversations with Carlton as his own segment. And then um, what you'll be seeing more of from Thoughts of Genius. It's, always, it's already a part of the show, um, but we're going to make that stand on its own as well. So Unsolicited Genius Live, Thoughts of Genius and what you're here for right now, Conversations with Carlton. And so I'm proud to say for the first episode of Conversations with Carlton, I have my podcast friends, Natalie Lucas and Akilah Renee joining me. A little history, mm -hmm. three of us have in our own way caused our own good podcast trouble. Um, Akila has her own show, give her a chance to talk about that. And we've hopped on and talked about life, love, relationships. We've been on Instagram Live, um, in wherever you find your podcast is out there. So uh with that, Akila, I'll start with you. Um, tell us about you and also what is your life's craft beyond your podcast. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here on Conversa Conversations with Carlton. Um, so my name is Akilah Renee. I dibble and dabble in a lot of a lot of things. Um, so as Carlton mentioned, I have the She, Her and Me podcast, which, as he said, can be found everywhere. Uh, I'm also a realtor in the DFW area. I work in healthcare. Um, but I'd like to say my passion is writing and, and, and truly talking to people. So I have a couple of books out um, that, you know, gets people talking. It's some, the last one was pretty controversial, but it, it was a good thing. Um, but that's how I like to express myself creatively, creatively. That's the word. Yeah. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Natalie, tell us about you and, and your life's craft. You. First of all, thanks for having us on the inaugural show. I'm so excited. Um, my name is Natalie Lucas, as you mentioned, and I like to say my life craft is connecting people with things. Um, I am in talent acquisition and I've been in talent acquisition for 15 years, but outside of, you know, work, it's just been an opportunity to, I grew up in the Midwest, so you know, we didn't know a lot about what other opportunities were out there. So um, if I learn about archery or um, an engineering job, I just like to, to kind of connect um, people with what I know. So. Awesome. And again, I thank you all for joining me. There are no two people that I would rather have join me for this. Um, so for those who don't know, Check out Akila's podcast. Look for our video. Look for us. Uh, we had a good time out there. All right. So welcome to Conversations with Carlton, an unsolicited genius production. 
Uh, we don't stick with the theme, the rhythm and flow. We talk headlines, we talk sports, we talk entertainment. Um, it's thoughts, perspective, opportunity to just get it out there for the people to hear things that they aren't necessarily receiving from their traditional media sources. Um, at, at this point, I feel like it's our job in a lot of ways to do their job. So here we are. All right, ladies, there's a lot happening in our country, period, point blank. Um, mm -hmm. We talk a lot of politics on unsolicited genius, but what we don't get to do is really dive into depth about a woman's perspective, a black woman's perspective in terms of how you all are seeing and receiving what's happening. Uh, we had guests on that articulate things at that time, but today, um, like many days prior to right now, uh, for whatever reason, abortion is one of those things that continues to just have a mainstay in the political narrative. Um, there are those that will argue it's a distraction, um, not much that they will do, can do about it, what is, will be, but uh, the conservative side uses it as an opportunity to garner more votes. Uh, but the themes and the conversation see, seem to be a little bit different this time. They seem to really suggest that some things can be reversed. Uh, so I'll stop talking and ask you all at your choosing, what does the discussion around abortion mean to you today? You wanna go first, Natalie? I can, yes. Okay. Um, so I, I think it's important to, to highlight what you said, like the black woman's voice in these conversations, because I, in this particular instance um, <clears throat> with, with abortion, the abortion topic, I think that's the target, right? The black woman. And, and like you said, you can, you can, the black woman's uterus more than anything, but <clears throat> you can call it political, you can call it whatever you want to, but this is a case that was, what, almost 50 years old, 73, however many years that is. Um, and it, it, in my opinion, it conveniently coincides with the decline in black women procreating. And so we have this large demographic of single black women who are choosing not to have children or for whatever reason, not having children. And so, um, and, and, and I know this is a very extreme kind of opinion, but I do feel like it's an attack on the black woman's uterus. It's like, y'all want our babies. Y'all want, all you, you want us for the culture. I think there's an economic piece to it as well. Like, you know, the opposite of population control is like feeling like there's not uh, enough people, you know, being um, created or whatever. And so birth rates are on a decline. And I, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. But I, I personally believe Black women are the, the mother of earth in, in existence. And so to me, and I also believe Eve was a black woman and that's why they keep coming for us, trying to get back to her, but I just feel like it's an attack on our uterus and I just don't think, and, and, I, and I'm a person who does not necessarily 
believe not believe in abortion I shouldn't say believe in abortion abortion is a real thing I would strongly encourage someone not <clears throat> or to consider alternatives right mm-hmm. however I do believe it's your right <laughs> like, and I, and I, so anyway that was a lot to say that <laughs> I don't know why they keep coming for our uterus well you know it's interesting because again this 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 round of discussions for lack of a better description is different um, and one of the things that I've heard is around, uh, you know, white men fearing their decline, meaning, you know, the That's minority it. population That's is growing. Right and mm-hmm. so this is a means for controlling the the woman's womb, the, the womb of the women that they, they don't want babies coming from. They don't, they don't want more black babies. They don't want more Hispanic babies. They want white babies. Born, especially at the rates that they happen. Cause I think whether you get in the way it's, it's inevitable It's going yeah. to happen, you know, at, at, at a future state, white people will no longer make up the majority of the American population who makes up the rest of how the other portion is divided is to be determined, but at minimum, it won't be white. I think, again, this is me being me that comes at a place of just acceptance, accept it, you know, move on, move away, but it is what it is. But in the space of politics and redlining and all the things that they do, this is something that is included in their ultimate strategy. So what, would, what are your thoughts, Akilah? I would agree with that. And it wasn't until a friend of mine, a, a guy friend of mine mentioned this to me, but it reminded me of what I learned in high school. So I went to a small private black school and I had a teacher in there and he talked about Francis Cress Welsing and her theory on, um, I would say white fear, right? That more people of color will just dominate the world or dominate America and that whites will be the minority. And I've always remembered that. And I asked a friend of mine, I was like, do you remember Mr. Robinson used to talk about this in school? She's like, no, but I do. And I never forgot it, but Uh, my friend was saying, this is all about white men making sure that there are more white people left on this earth to continue their population. I don't think it has, while it's for all women and controlling everybody's womb, every woman's womb, which no man should have a say on anybody's person, right? Unless you're breaking the law or something. It's a very real tactic to make sure that um, the white majority stays the majority as it is today. And it's their way to try to keep white women essentially from not having an abortion. I agree with Natalie. It's everybody's right. Now, um, you know, I used to, when I was in, in grad school, I volunteered at a pregnancy center where we would counsel women on not having an abortion and possibly giving it up for adoption. And the whole time I'm like, I'm 27 years old. If I got pregnant right now, I don't know what I'd do. 
but I can tell you all day long what to do. Now that I'm 40 something, if that was to happen, I will definitely keep it and enjoy it and love it and blah, blah, blah. But at 20, I couldn't make that decision. I knew what was right to do, but I couldn't make, I, I don't think I'd be, I think I would be fearful to make that decision for myself. So I would always put myself in the person that was coming through the door. Um, but I, I, I agree with you, Carlton. I think that's very well uh, a tactic to preserve one population and make sure that they are allowed to continue to procreate and grow the population. So, so you all said something I, I I think you're edu not even think you're educating all of us because I guess as I think about control, <clears throat> I thought I thought about them attempting to control the wombs of black and brown women. But what you just said, Akilah suggests kind of same thing but different is in eliminating abortions, let's say that also means white women can't get abortions either. Mm -hmm. So then how, what are they doing? What is it, help us understand, help me understand, what is it that they're ultimately seeking control of? Because if you eliminate all abortions, that means black women and brown women will continue to have babies theoretically, granted, um, white women mm -hmm. will continue to have their babies, but inevitably it's still going to outpace them, right? Cool. Black or, or brown or white? Something? You're saying black, black or brown, brown or white? If, if abortions are eliminated, period. Mm -hmm. Black women, Hispanic women, Asian women, Indian women, whatever Native American, whatever black, brown exists will continue to have babies white women too will be able to continue to have babies. But regardless, the minority reproductive rate is still going to outpace the majority mm -hmm. reproductive rate. That is given. That's what the stats have shown and continue to mm -hmm. show. So if they eliminate abortion, it's still going to get outpaced. They still will become the minority. Is that Not right or am I missing something in that so equation? I think very, very true, yes. But you still eliminate the fact of white women aborting their babies. So they're okay. still going to be here. Whether we're outpacing them or not, they're not okay. going away, which okay. is what Ms. Welsing's um, theory is that the white race will just go. Mm. As we continue to grow and we continue to... Uh, become a multiracial, multicultural um, country that's that is slowly diminishing. And so I think this is one way to make sure that that continues to stay. And see, that's where where I do I do think that there's an element of that, and I do think that that exists. I the the data just doesn't doesn't job with that. Like, when you read the data about what percentage, and, and of course this, these numbers are just what they are, right? What percentage of white women do have abortions is 13%, but what, what percentage of non-white is 49%. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
even even which I do believe that racism is ignorant, so it does not think about the fact that yes. what you're saying is right. not mathematically. Mm-hmm. So so I, I absolutely give you that. I personally believe it's an economic thing. I believe that you know, just like in slavery, they they needed us to mass produce babies. I believe that mm. you know they're feeling the weight of you know, not having this, this production of, I'm just going to call it non-white life that they can rely on. Think about the the part of the economy that we control the spend of, right? And so I think to your point, there is a, a portion of them that feel like, oh no, like we definitely don't want the, the race eliminated. But I feel like that part of racism is 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 there i don't i personally feel like they don't have as much power i think it's the economic part of racism that has the power right and the economic part is saying like no we need these black and brown babies to continue our our um you know but to do what though but to do what right because in, in the in their minds it's like okay you know what we have these school districts that are underperforming and we tax these districts at, at uh, heavier rates and we, ha- and we put a small portion of tax back into those school districts. And, and what do you think they're doing with the rest of that money? They're putting it in other areas that they wanted. So in their mind, we're, we're not smart enough to understand. And I would venture to say that the group think mindset keeps us from coming together to truly push things forward. And so I think in their mind, it's like, we need these babies. We need, we, we need them, you know, eating. We need them buying Jordans. We need them, you know, doing all of the things that really keep the economy moving. I would argue, you know, when you talk about the ignorance and racism included with that is probably a belief that they could get these babies into the prison system too because we know that that's a foundational uh battery to the economics of 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 the country so we talk logic right that you know i i think we you two shared eloquently ideas that are out there about this thing i think there's you know an effort to try to make sense of it because we're existing in it we're living in it and right now i only what where our primary tool is is voting, which may or may not be effective, or at minimum we know is not as effective as it was, you know, twenty years ago. How it is, what it is, where how how the system is rigged. I think we'll continue to learn, but we try to apply logic, and at the end of the day, racism is predicated on ignorance. So there's a a stop point with that. And I bring that up because try to attempt to follow some sense of logic, here you have this discussion about pro-life, uh, every baby matters. And then a couple of weeks ago, we had 19 babies killed. Listen to
wherever we are, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, like, if it's something to be liked, subscribe, if it's something to be subscribed to, and follow. Um, that's how we grow our reach. That's how we grow our brand. Thank you.